Hi, my fellow doctors. I just wanted to share with you a question that I get asked a lot, um, particularly during my consults with our MF Premium members. Um, so the question for today is, how do I go about getting a job in health tech? Let's face it, burnout amongst doctors is sky high and we're actively seeking other ways to make the most of our transferable skills beyond the usual career pathways. Welcome to Disrupting Doctors' Careers. I'm your host, Dr. Abena Bubbers-Jones, and I'm on a mission to connect one million doctors across the world with the best in diverse career opportunities. So very, very simple question. Um, but a not so straightforward answer. And if you're a doctor who is coming from the world of the public sector, the approach is can be very different, let's put it that way. But the way I like to approach it is to really say there are three main ways of going to get a job in health tech. I'm using health tech as a particular example because it's an emerging, it's a relatively new sector. There are lots of opportunities and it's not as established as, say, consulting, pharma um, and, you know, general health jobs where there's more of a traditional apply for a job approach. But anyway, let's let's um, go through a journey um, using some of the stories of other community members who have been through this experience. So... The first way of getting a job in health tech is what I call the front doorway. <laughs> so again, if you're if you're working in the public sector, you know, in order to get any job in the public sector, you have to wait for that job to come up, wait to see if it's advertised and then apply, which is usually a very, very, very long process, right? Um, so I'm going to use an example of kind of anonymized version of one of our members. So Syra. Syra is a GP and she basically she wants to get into health tech. She wants to at least leave her GP practice part time and she doesn't feel like she's got any connections whatsoever in health tech and wants to know where to start. So what she decides to do is go on job boards. So you've got job boards like obviously Medic Footprints, um, you've got LinkedIn, of course. I mean, it's quite, quite varied and quite broad opportunities. And when a job comes up for kind of ex-tech, a health tech company, she decides to go for it. So she sends a CV. She applies for a very specific job as, say, like a clinical lead in digital health. Um, and then she has to wait to hear back from the employer, depending on when the, the end date is. And there's usually no advertised end date for these things, by the way. It's just when they decide they've had enough applications. Um, if she's lucky enough, she then decides, she then manages to get a um, job interview. She goes to that job interview. And if she's lucky enough to pass that, she will get a job. So we're all very familiar with that. It's a very traditional process. But some of the things you need to consider when you're going through the front door, it's very comfortable because we've all been, been there before. But the reality is, and depending on the source, you'll see, see that some people will quote that 80% of jobs are never advertised. And others will say, well, 60% of jobs don't actually make it online. 
So if Syra is solely taking that approach, she actually manages to um, reduce her chances of getting a job that she might want, say, at a tech company that she's been following, um, because she's going down the traditional route, which is very tends to be very competitive because everyone's seen the same job, it's formalised, everyone knows what they get. But um, the reality is, in real life, most jobs as they quote, aren't actually advertised online. So if she just purely waits for a job to be advertised, there's a good chance that she will struggle and it will take a long time to get one. Um, But obviously if Syra's great at interviews and uh, can get through them, I'm sure she'll get, she's a talented person, she will get a job. So that is the front door and most of you will be familiar with that approach. And then let's move on to the side door. So I quite like the side door because it's a way of kind of testing out a company that you're, you may not have originally been familiar with, but can still progress if you're doing well. So let's use another example. We've got um, Mark. So Mark um, decides, he's a, he's a junior doctor. He decides he's going to work part-time for a health tech company on a digital project. So he's not doing any clinical work, but he's doing some project work for them. Um, And he's been doing it for several months now, six to nine months. So he gets to know the company, they get to know him. It's all gravy baby. (laughs) Um, And then a job comes up, whether that job is a pre-existing job where someone stepped down, or they've created a job, which happens quite a lot in these growing health tech companies, it comes up. And so the employer, they've got choices. They could say, let's go to market and advertise this job and find someone we don't know who may be really talented, but we don't know them, but we're going to go out. Or, hey, we've got Mark. Mark, we've worked with him for a while. He's done really well on these projects. He's clearly really passionate about what he's doing. So why don't we see whether he'd be interested in taking this post? So they approach Mark. Mark's like, hell yeah, I'd love that job. (laughs) And this is an example of a job that will never make it to a job board because that job will be offered to Mark, who seemed to be the best candidate. And they know him, they trust him, they've seen his work. So Mark's managed to progress um, simply by going in through the side door. Another example of this, say, for example, you're, again, going back to GP, there are loads of telemedicine companies around, right? And I know a lot of GPs who go in at the clinical level, so doing your GP stuff, but online, and then lots of opportunities will come up in a leadership position, either non-clinical or clinical, again, through the side door, never advertised, um, you know, a great opportunity to keep your eyes out. So some people might decide to go down that pathway because actually I think it's probably one of the, the the most safe pathways because you get to know a company without having to commit and then you can grow with that company and then the back door so <laughs> sounds a little bit rude doesn't it back door so uh I love the back door actually <laughs> um simply because as they say in Greece the rules are there ain't no rules right So if you're interested in health tech, as you know, there are loads of opportunities, but most of them aren't really going to be there handed to you on a plate 
unless you go really, really digging for them. And in order to get through the back door, pretend you're in a club, right? When we were all younger, we all loved going clubbing. And it wasn't so much about going into the front queue where everyone was queuing up and you were cold and you were a girl or anyone. Uh, you weren't wearing much, um, but you know, you were seen to be seen and you were in a queue and it looked good. But then, you know, there were some people that didn't have to queue. There were some people who could just walk right in, whether it's through the front door walk in, but mostly there was like a VIP entrance. And the only way they could get in through that VIP entrance was by knowing someone at the club. So you may know a bouncer, you may know the club owner. You get my drift, right? So going back to health tech itself, if you know anyone, so if you're a doctor, you probably know loads of doctors who have made that foray into health tech. And if you don't, you may know family, you may know friends, or you may know someone who may know someone else. If they are working in a company, the best way to try and get into that company is through a referral. So again, if we go back to our statistics, most people who get jobs in, say companies are whole. So I'm using health tech as an example for this because it's a specific question I get asked. But actually this is relevant to a lot of sectors, and particularly the growing ones. So again, it depends on where you get the stats from, but approximately 20 to 30% of new hires come from referrals. And that method is is the is actually one of the highest uh, methods of getting a job of hiring. So, if you think about that, you and and as someone who's looking for a job, you need to find someone who's going to champion you into getting a job or getting a project or whatever. So, there are four ways of doing that. One, networking. I mean, like networking is actually the umbrella description of this. But what I would say through networking is using your network. So you may have heard your network is your net worth. And and that stands for a lot. So consider if you know no one, you will know someone. So look at your friends or even ask your friends. It's really important that you talk about what you're interested in. So let's say we've got our final case. We have uh, Mia. So Mia, she's a registrar, obs and gynae, decides that she's not going to go for CCT and finish her training, but she is interested in working in femtech, but she knows nobody whatsoever in femtech. So she thinks. So she decides to go to her friends, doctors and non-doctors and say, hey, do you know anyone in femtech? So... It might not work with the first person or the second person, but she asks around enough and eventually she's told, oh yeah, I knew someone that, that I think may be working in femtech. One, what, here's a number, or why don't you find them out on LinkedIn? So she approaches them on LinkedIn. They have a chat. She she shadows them. She offers her services. You know, she And then she starts working with them on a casual basis and that graduates up to something new. Oh, sorry, a, a very specific role over time um another thing she can do if she's not keen on talking to her friends is uh linkedin so as you know linkedin is a huge resource of connections where you can literally just approach who you want to approach and ask them unless you know like most people on linkedin most doctors on linkedin they're there to network themselves 
They're there to genuinely help, especially if they've left medicine. They always want to help others who are looking at doing something similar. So LinkedIn, another one. And in order to do that, you really need to get started on your LinkedIn profile because LinkedIn, like many platforms, it's a game. It really is a game, but that's an, that's for another episode. Uh, family, again, you probably have some family members who have some connections in the health tech world and colleagues as well. Even existing colleagues, you'd be surprised how quiet people can be at work uh, when they're doing things on the site or they know others who are doing things on the site or they have colleagues who have left who are working in health tech companies. Um, and the final thing is don't forget events. Events are a huge, really powerful face-to-face, particularly um, opportunity to get to know companies, to get to develop relationships with people in companies, hence get in through the back door. Or I should really call it the VIP door, back door sounds a bit dodgy, but you get my drift. <laughs> so I really hope that helps. So just to summarise... There are three main approaches that you can take if you are looking to get into health tech for the first time. So the front door, that is applying for jobs when they're advertised, but just be aware that tends to be a very competitive process. And you will be, if you go for this alone, you're probably missing out on plenty of jobs that are not advertised. The side door, so that's applying or going for a job which tends to be fairly traditional um, and usually clinical. And then in that job, you can move up the ladder um, and work at a more senior leadership level. And then the final door is the backstroke VIP door, which is basically through referral. So you've got a champion in the company who brings you in, brings you on board, and you get to know the company that way. And you've really got someone who's who's, uh, solidly working there and can attest to the company and that is one of the most important things I have to emphasize because a lot of us you know we we decide to leave a traditional medicine for various reasons but one of the most common reasons is burnout stress lack of autonomy so what you don't want to do is come from your job where you're experiencing all of that because of the system and move into another job where you're experiencing all of that because of the job Um, because health tech you know it's it's really it's a really amazing sector with so many opportunities but culture does vary from company to company Um, and so as doctors your job is to make sure is this going to be supporting me for my career but also my well-being my health and my personal growth anyway well I hope you found that useful Uh, if you have any further questions please feel free to reach out to us Uh, and if you want a one-to-one with me join as an MF premium member And I would love to hear more about what your plans are for your career. And stay tuned for our next episode. Thanks for listening. I hope you found that episode useful. Uh, Please feel free to reach out to me. You can find me easily on LinkedIn. Uh, Make sure you search for the correct spelling of my name, which is A-B-E-Y-N-A, Abena. There is only one Abena, so you shouldn't uh, have too much difficulty just finding it with my first name. Um, Please feel free to join the Medic Footprints community. If you are a doctor, go to medicfootprints.org forward slash join our mission. Um, We have a really important mission 
to ensure that we dramatically elevate all health comes in the world by connecting our community of doctors with the best in diverse career opportunities and finally if you are a doctor working for a company or if you are part of a company who you feel could benefit from some really great high quality talented doctors then again please feel free to reach out either through linkedin or through our team email which is team at medicfootprints.org looking forward to hearing you soon and on to our next episode <laughs>